finally, Brent. Finally, I got some steam back. Good job, Ray. I've been taking it. I've been taking it hard the last, you know, yeah. two and a half years of the Ray's and Brent show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely taking it harder than I'm giving it. But this is one that I feel very good about. Yeah. Golden should. State Warriors. A couple weeks ago, as we sat here on the show and we looked over the schedule, mm-hmm. and weeks weeks ahead of time, I said. Hey, Brent. I would say like 10 days ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Counts. Yeah. Uh, look, we picked out the game. Where are they going to lose? Mm-hmm. They're going to lose one of these games. And I said they're going to lose this game at Milwaukee. Circle it. Bet on it. Put it down on the board. The seventh game of a seven-game road streak. Yeah. Was it seven or five? It was seven. Only, was it really? Yeah. No team in the NBA has ever won seven straight in a road, road, uh, road trip. Yeah. And so I just looked at that and I said, this is it. And Boston almost made me wrong the night before. Seven but games. That still that still blows my mind. They won a seven game road. That's like one of those uh, Grammy road trips that they make the the, the, the Lakers go on. La- Lakers and Clippers go on yes. every year. They got to go out of town for like twenty straight days or something <laughs> silly like that. It's true though. So yes, I Brent here it is right here. Mm-hmm. Nailing it. I have clearly proven myself as an NBA expert. Yeah. And especially the Milwaukee Bucks, my new favorite team, hey, making me look good. Can you tell me, uh, then you should be able to name easily like three players on the Bucks team. Oh, sure. No, mm-hmm. the Bucks, they're my new favorite team, dude. Of course I can name three players on the Bucks. Okay, you've okay. got uh, Greg Monroe. Played yeah, for the Pistons sure. last year. Right, big yeah. free agent signing. He was actually pretty good in that game. Had yeah. a great game. You've got A.J. Mayo, mm-hmm. who's the guard. Uh, and he played you know, at USC, so we really know him from this area. Okay. And, <laughs> um, Jesus Shuttleworth. That's, that's the I'm guy pretty from, sure. Is that the guy from He Got Game? Uh, Ray, Ray Allen. I Ray believe Allen. Ray Allen is the third guy. <laughs> he played, uh, he plays on that team. He's retired, I believe. Uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, famed Milwaukee Buck. Mm. Kareem... Wow. Anyway, let's, Danny let's just save your embarrassment. Uh, um, can, can you tell me who's losing to the Lakers by 19 points right now? Uh, the fact you're asking me says it's the Milwaukee Bucks. It, it is. It is, in fact, the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say they were a great team. I said they were going to have enough, and Golden State was going to be worn down like crazy for that game. Yeah. So well, I, and, and, Gre- and Greg Monroe's not playing tonight, so... Ooh, that's no... Well, you know, the, I, Greg Monroe, you know, the big story with Greg Monroe is that he was supposed to come to the Lakers, except nobody wants to play with Kobe. And it's never more evidence by the fact that Greg Monroe chose between the Bucks of Milwaukee and the L.A. Lakers, and he said, you know what, Midwest sounds good to me. Why don't I just go to Milwaukee and let my career flounder right. rather than go play with Kobe in L.A.? Here's the breaking news so far. Lakers are up by 18, wow. almost in the third quarter, and Kobe Bryant so far... Is shooting seven for fourteen, which I believe would be the first time this season he shot 50%. that he shot fifty percent. Now there's still a whole quarter to go. He could still go over six in the fourth. He can quarter. throw up some trash, Brent. We oh, know yeah. we know Kobe. Kobe. Uh, real quick before we uh, Kobe get started that's me, with the that's show. That's me pretending like I'm Kobe shooting oh. a bunch of shots. Like Dave, Kobe, like Dave Clank. Chanel. Kobe, Clank. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, but this is him himself doing it. Kobe. So- Kobe, what's Kobe's legacy at this point? Um, I mean, five-time I look, champion, great Laker. He's going to yeah. be in the Pantheon forever. Right. But is he going to be going down? Not as Michael Jordan, that's for mm-hmm. sure. It's going to be kind of as a spoiled guy who kind of wrecked the team around him and was very, very me-centric. It That will be the dialogue for the rest of the season. And then in a couple seasons, when he goes to the Hall of Fame, that will all be forgotten. You think you know? so? Oh, yeah, because people – because you could say the same thing about, like, Jordan when he was early. You know, Jordan was very – Jordan was Ball very competitive. He was very yeah. kind of stern. I don't know, though. I just don't feel like he necessarily rubbed everyone the wrong way the way that Kobe does. I mean, look, as much as I would like to hate on Kobe, he... It's he, easy. He works, <laughs> but he... That dude is he's the hardest worker. Shape. He's like yeah. Jerry Rice with his he's work ethic. He's super competitive and works really hard. You have to respect that. Now, whether he's a ball hog or not, he is. Oh, he hundred percent is. <laughs> Listen, he could have won more championships had he basically not run Shaq right out of town. Probably. You know, they uh, could yeah. have had a deep dynasty, and he was, quite frankly, uh, but, uh, lucky that Pau Gasol got a terrible trade I mean, to I send him to the Lakers but, to win those last two championships. But it wasn't just Kobe. I mean, Shaq, you know, they both had huge egos. No, they did. Oh, no. When you talk about Shaq, you know, the one thing you don't hear is he's a humble fellow. Yeah. No, he knows exactly what he's got going on, too. But if you have a big personality like Shaq's already, and you know he's seven foot, he's, he's immovable as far as personality goes, you have to kind of like tamper your own in order to make it work. But he, was, he refused to do it. Yeah. But hey, everybody. Speaking of which, <laughs> welcome back to episode 118 of Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And we, I, I just finally got one right, Brent. Can I just say it again? I had a bold prediction, too and I nailed it. Too bad we didn't make a bet on it. Although... 
you know, when you said it, I kind of agreed with you that that was going to be a. The, I you just kind of jumped on the prediction, and then I couldn't. I I kind of agreed with you, but I it wasn't my prediction. Well, I really you know thought I mean? they were going to tank it the day before uh, against Boston. It went to double overtime. Yeah, they almost. But as soon as I heard that game went to double overtime. I knew the Bucks were going well, to win even long, more. Yeah, the longer that game goes, more Golden State has a chance to win. Especially it. the very next day, across halfway across the country in Milwaukee. Good luck, guys. Yeah. And Clay Thompson was hurting. I mean, there's a lot of excuse you give. Um, over under on Golden State Warriors losses this year ten. Mm. What do you think? Put you on the spot right now. I'm going to say over. Over? Yeah. Because everybody has those, you know, the, who knows? There there could be a couple games where Steph Curry's not available for a couple weeks. And then, uh, barring and injury, sure. Yeah. Well, you got you to gotta take that into consideration. Steph Curry's not a big dude. He's going to get banged up sometimes. Clay Thompson's already banged up. I would say under, and I'd say I think it's right around nine or ten losses this yeah. year. I mean, the only thing that makes me say over is that, you know, in also history. In the entire history of the game, there's been some very dominant teams. Yes. And yes, none of them have. have won you know, less games than that. I just think also that the, the talent level of the NBA is just like maybe the worst I've ever seen it. Like last year I thought wasn't that good. And the fact that there's just so many middling teams and then one team that's just crushing everybody. Two, really, if you look at the Spurs, they're 20 and 5 right now and nobody's even talking about them. They're fantastic with well, LaMarcus Aldridge. Well, that's, but isn't that going against your point? I mean, there are some other good teams out no, there. No, I'm saying that there's a whole lot of middling kind of medium garbage teams and then a couple of great teams just right. stomping everybody. But isn't that exactly what happened when, when Jordan made his run? Oh, uh, maybe I guess you can make a point for that, but I remember back at when it Jordan was, was making his run. It was run. Lakers. It was towards the end of Lakers, one of their great teams. But, and then who who else was going with Jordan at the time? The Pacers, who were never quite good enough. The Knicks, who were never quite good enough. You know what I mean? They were they were, they weren't great teams. Uh, you had the back end of the Celtics uh, at that time. Uh, in early Jordan, obviously you had the Pistons, and coming out the West, you had the Rockets started to come on their own. Right, but once. Once Jordan went on that run, they didn't, you know, the Rockets didn't win anything until Jordan started playing baseball, right? It's true. No, you're you're not wrong. I guess I just I remember back in the nineties there were a lot of sixty win teams. It felt like there was a lot more really, really, really good teams, uh, but maybe only one great team because Michael Jordan was never going to be beaten. Yeah. But but that's it. So we got a lot of stuff we're gonna talk about this week. We're gonna talk about NFL week thirteen. Uh, as we explore, one of our team's season is over. I won't tell you which team it is. Oh, well, I don't know which team it yeah, is. Could be anybody, Brent. <laughs> oh. uh, we got a little bit of baseball. We got a little hot stove action going on and one really important topic involving a potential Hall of Famer. Ooh. And uh, we got to wrap up. Well, not quite wrap up, but medium wrap up. The Raisin Brent Fantasy Football League. Mm. Uh, the regular season is over. And uh, we got to talk some playoffs. And, uh, you know, you got you to do your bragging. Yeah, I, I got just a ear to ear grin right now. Yeah, you do. It's it's really it's really upsetting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll be right back to talk a little NFL after three seconds of Seal. The light that you shine can't be seen. NFL week fourteen. I think I said thirteen earlier. We are on NFL week 14, fourteen, Brent. Yes. And uh, what a week it was. A lot of very exciting games. A lot of strange and unusual results. There were some weird games. There were some super high scoring games and some really low scoring games. Um, I, there are a lot of interesting storylines that are playing out over this mm-hmm. NFL season. I wish any of them involved my team. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, the only ones that involved my team are who, which team can fire the most players and uh, coaches. I mean, it makes me a little sad, Ray, because just a couple weeks ago, you're like, I think they could. I we think had hope. they can run the table. We had hope and go nine and seven, win the last five, and, and then you see what happens when you get a game ripped from you like that on a terrible, terrible call. Uh, well, I do know that the momentum can sway on a game like that. I mean, the Chiefs had a game where they didn't get it ripped away. From, well, Jamal Charles got the ball ripped away from him, and they gave up a game in Denver. The Broncos game was rough, and yeah. then they ended up losing four games in a row after that. Yeah. So it can yeah. it can change your entire outlook on yeah. your season. Yeah, I really do believe if they would if the Lions beat Green Bay, they actually do go to St. Louis a little bit more like pizzazz behind them. Yeah, and put together a much better game. But so it goes. Uh, let's open it up here on Thursday night football. The Arizona, my boys. Mm-hmm. This might be my new team, Brent. The Arizona Cardinals. Wait, hold on. You talked so much trash about the Arizona Cardinals fans last year. Yeah, I did, and they're terrible. So I feel like <laughs> well, I... How can you support the team, then? I feel like I could join them <laughs> as a oh, terrible, wow. terrible fan. Okay. I mean, if I'm going to use right, that look, logic... You're not going to catch me disagreeing with that statement. There we go. Uh, Arizona, a uh, really close game with Minnesota. Minnesota almost came it on back on them, but Arizona puts it on the board 23-20. What did we learn in this game? 
It's really hard to win on the road. Thank you, Brent. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I pitched it over to you. We didn't plan that. That's just how it happened. Uh, it means that Arizona is really good. Minnesota, maybe like they're. I think they're a pretty darn good team. But they're maybe good, but you, you know, see some like blinks in the armor. You know. Well, and I think uh, just going off the top of my head, I think Teddy Bridgewater only has something like eight touchdown passes. Yeah, that's he's not. That's a problem. Sophomore slump, can you say? Sure. Like he was supposed to take a huge step forward this year. We have not seen it. They That's a problem for a team that that wants to be a playoff team and might still be a play- they're a playoff probably team. will be a playoff team. I think team. they're a playoff Isn't team. Isn't that a problem though? <laughs> it's, it's a real problem uh, when you can't trust your quarterback to not fumble the ball on a Dwight yeah. Freeney spin move with eight seconds to go in the game. Wow. He had a chance to throw it away and chose not to. So uh, that, ba- was, that was just a bad, bad job. That was a bad play. Bad job, Teddy. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Arizona so much this year. I mean, you know this. I've been kind. Of, I have been talking about Arizona all year as being an elite team. Yeah, and I think the world is now starting to see okay, exactly the, what I've been talking about. For the record, nine touchdown passes, eight interceptions. Eight interceptions is not bad for an entire yeah for three quarters of nine, a year. Nine touchdown passes. I mean, but that's, do, well, how does that doesn't that stretch out to be like thirteen and twelve? <laughs> I mean, that's not it's not going to get you to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, not even. Uh, yeah, I mean, ugh. just saying, it's not good. So uh, with the next game, my Detroit Lions go to St. Louis, a game I really had a lot of hope for. I thought for sure we could go there. The way that uh, St. Louis just fired their offensive coordinator, yeah. uh, their quarterback is very iffy. And let's face it, uh, they were not – their offense was terrible yeah. in this game. Our defense was stoning them all day, and then Todd Gurley – Your defense got run over with the Gurley man. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, I was going back and forth with a, a Lions fan on Twitter who's a very knowledgeable fan yeah. who I appreciate his opinion a lot. And he was just like, dude – um, t- uh, the defense of the Lions right now is making a lot of mental mistakes, and they are really not playing a great game. And I wrote him back, and I go, they are shutting out the St. Louis Rams through an entire half. Yeah, Like, they've given up seven points, but it was on a pick six. And I said, I d- how could you possibly say, like, what is this, the worst shutout in history that a defense has ever thrown? You've given up zero points. And he goes, dude, I'm going to tell you right now. The way that I am watching them play and the way these plays are happening, something's going to pop real negative for them real, real yeah. fast. And I'm not even kidding. One play later, Todd Gurley breaks like a 50-yard t- run right right off the left tackle. And he just goes, that's what I was talking about. And, I, and for once in my life, I had to sit back and go, I just don't have a lot to say. Detroit, Detroit is like uh, the olden days in the Coliseum. <laughs> Except they are not the lions; they're the people being eaten by the lions, which is ironic. How, why is the governor? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, no, and you know what? There are a couple terrible ref calls. I don't want to put too much on it because the really egregious one happened in the first half, mm-hmm. and you don't lose a game because of a ref call in the first half. Um, but there was a huge play wiped out by a, just an offensively bad yeah. um, chop block call that, quite frankly, according to the rules of football, and if you heard me say that before, not a chop block. But uh, yeah, there was some sketchy stuff at the end. You can, yeah. They didn't lose because of the refs. They just didn't get a lot of help. Like I did like to reiterate that they got run over by the girly man. Yeah, I get you. All right, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Uh, let's see the Carolina Panthers. Matt Stafford. He needs to uh, stop eating the donuts. <laughs> My goodness. Start getting some lean muscle mass. <laughs> That's just terrible. <laughs> Carolina Panthers uh, shut out the Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons. I, I said before the collapse is complete, right? This is oh, well, no, it's not complete. It's they're in free fall mode. They were started the season five and zero. Oh. Hey guys, hey, uh, hey, yeah. hey guys, I pulled. Hey, anyone? Uh, I pulled my cord, guys. Eh, I don't see anything. The ground's coming up awful quick. <laughs> Why is all the silverware in my backpack, guys? Uh, uh, I, I I said on I said on social media on Twitter I said when you you know your season is done when you get iced by a guy named Fozzie when Fozzie Whitaker scores a late touchdown to break your back the season is over yeah Fozzie Whitaker waka 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 yeah. all over them <laughs> oh Jesus <geez, laughs> wow this is it, they are not going to get better are they they're not <laughs> they're not uh, wow both both Atlanta Falcons and your jokes. <laughs> Hey, Neither one will improve, will the they? The jokes are just fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Washington Redskins. Excuse me. The team from Washington. i got to pull Mike Tirico. The Washington football team, because mm. he refuses to say the RS word on the air. You called them the Indian givers before. Yeah, well, they keep uh, <laughs> they keep getting wins and giving them back. <laughs> That's right. That's correct. Uh, they beat Chicago Bears, though, on the road. 
in a game that, like, those are two not that good teams. Yeah, that Washington team is weird because they have a pretty good running game sometimes, and sometimes Kirk Cousins is good, and when when those two things happen at the same time, they they win some games. They're tied for first place. Would you say Washington is a not very good football team? Kind of, yeah. They are six and seven and in first place in their division. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, going into the season, well, it makes I would because that whole division is terrible. They're terrible, sure, and they get to they get to beat up on each other a whole bunch. But uh, the the Washington uh, 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 red redskin potatoes, uh, they I would have put them in the bottom five of teams going into this year. Yeah. On paper, they are just dreck, and yet somehow they pull. Maybe it's the schedule. I don't know, but they're pulling these games out. Yeah. They're winning games inexplicably that I just don't think they should win, although it doesn't seem like they really play tough teams at all. The Washington team has, let me be clear, they have a good running game. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Speaking of running, I'll be be running for a third term (laughs) as president of these United States. Anyway. Thank you, and God bless the United States of America. So um, who was your pick to win the uh, NFC East this year, Brent? Wasn't it Dallas? It was Dallas, yeah. And my Eagles pick is looking bad. You trolled me for it all oh, year. Sure. It's looking better and better as well, the years go by. Look, anyone who wins that division wins it by default. I don't think anyone deserves to win it. Someone will win it. Would you say they won it? Or would you say they just were the worst at losing it? <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> it's just not. And the, a, you know what? The Eagles have won a couple weeks in a row again. Now. They beat the Patriots yeah, on the road. Yeah. We beat them 45 to 10. <laughs> It's I, I this NFL this, season, this man. This season is just strange. Man, I'm digging it, man. I, just the kind of season where some team would go 19 and 0 and make those Miami Dolphins from 1972 eat their sure. words, shorts, and not not be able to pop the corks. Do they have to? Although give they're the, so old, it's probably tough for them to pop their corks now. Anyway, am, now, I, am does, I right, Ray? Does Mercury Morris have to give the champagne bottle like Jake Delhomme if they uh, if the Panthers run the table? That would be great. Wouldn't that be good? Uh, let's see. Pittsburgh Steelers get over on Cincinnati. Andy Dalton hurts his thumb on a uh, really terrible freak play. First of all, really bad interception. Terrible interception. Terrible decision to just wave his open hand at a fat guy who's running right at mm-hmm. him. Just yeah. Toro that bull, man. Let it go. Not worth. Yes. Uh, at best. At a best. Andy Dalton will be back for the playoffs. Yeah. At best. And that's who's to say he's going to be, you know, in playing condition. Don't you, you know what I mean? He's yes. <clears throat> Don't you remember a few years ago when they played in the uh, playoffs and the Cincinnati Bengals with Carson Palmer had one of the best teams I've seen, like going going they forward. Good team. And they snapped Dominant his knee. Defense. But then the Pittsburgh Steelers snapped yeah. his knee, and then they were done right yep. there. Uh, that was 2005, maybe. I mean, it was a few years ago, but it was a, a wild, wild. And just once again, Bengals play Pittsburgh, and once again, injure their quarterback as they're yeah. driving in for the postseason. And now they have a quarterback, AJ McCarron, with boy, look at look at AJ McCarron's wife. Woo! Boy, she's a beauty. Oh boy, that's oh, why. Boy, that's why you play boy, a quarterback. That's, a, that's why you play quarterback at Alabama. <laughs> now, uh, I think we had NFL history, though, Brent. I think it's the first time a guy named AJ threw a touchdown We're, pass to a guy named AJ. That's pretty great. AJ yeah. Green from AJ McCarron. First of all, uh, I just want to point out, in case you didn't know, oh, yes. we were like quoting Brent Musburger. That was not our feelings. Think, Although AJ McCarron's wife is beautiful. Uh, it was Brent Musburger, 100%. It was him and uh, Kirk Herbstreit, wasn't it? Was he the other one in the booth? But, but he wasn't talking. No, but it was, it was all. Herbstreit was more being yeah. like, mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not stepping in this one. Uh, Catherine Webb, I believe her name yeah. is. I really wanted it to. I really wanted it to be, uh, you know, Keith Jackson, because you'd be like, "Boy, look at that girl!" Oh, Nelly! Oh, Nelly! <laughs> okay, Brent. Yeah, I got two words for you. Yes, Johnny bleeping football. That was three words. I'm a heavy tipper. Okay, Johnny football, ladies and gentlemen, is clearly the best quarterback Cleveland's had in generations, plural. Boy. Comes in and beats a game and really highly respected San Francisco 49ers team Man. in Cleveland really looks definitely like he completed hey. a football game as quarterback. Oh, I'm yawning just hearing you talk about Johnny football. Yawning just at, at the idea of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. He played okay. I still saw him make some of those plays where he's just like trying to run around like it was at AM. and I was like, you're so lucky you didn't but- just get strips, you know. Sack stripped and hey, final numbers: twenty-one for thirty-one, two hundred seventy yards, one uh, passing touchdown, and one interception. Sack twice on paper. That's very, very good. But uh, the whole thing and the commentary during the game that I was watching is the announcers kept being like, "Yeah, if this was any team other than the San Francisco Forty yeah, Nine ers, 
that he would be getting, he would be out of the game by halftime. He's going to get himself murderated out there. Yeah, if he had a game like that against somebody like Cincinnati's defense or New England against or Denver's defense, could you or, imagine? Or you know, even just like a a, a decent defense, you know? Because uh, <laughs> but this is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. It, it might be one of the worst, and their offense is also one of the worst in the NFL. It's almost like the 49ers are not very good. Hey, Brent, you know what the 49ers record is? It's four and nine. Yeah, you know what my Lions record is? Four and nine. It's four and wow. nine. As much as I make fun of the 49ers, Ooh. you are what your record says you yeah. are. Well, there you go. It just hurts, I guess. What We're is st- the uh, what's Cleveland's record? Three, three and ten. Thank oh, God. Okay. Oh wow. We're still at moral superiority Winning. over the Browns. <laughs> Oof. Well, they won that one. Yeah. I think that might be it for them. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see him. I haven't seen looking at the rest of their schedule, but I don't see him getting over too many more well, times. They have this Kansas season. City one of the weeks. Oh, that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait for Kansas City to play Johnny Football, dude. I'm I'm gonna be a big Kansas City fan that day. Uh, he's gonna be running around and then like Tom Bahali or Justin Houston or D Ford. One of them is just going to. I want to see D Ford sit on him. Although one of my favorite things happened in this game, uh, in the uh, Cleveland San Francisco game, was the uh, uh, Patton. He's a wide receiver for San Francisco, and I got to give all the love to my man Quentin Patton. For the San Francisco 49ers, the one happy play for the entire day was him catching a ball over a Cleveland Browns defender on the sidelines. And we just watched the clip of it. Yeah. And he they kind of he kind of falls on top of the Browns player. And as he starts to get up, he kind of realizes he's essentially, for lack of a better term, sitting on the face of the Cleveland player. And then he decides to just hold the squat right over him for like two seconds of lingering time. And I've not laughed so hard at something on a football field in a very long time compared to that. Every part of it was amazing. It was uh, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, moving on, Jacksonville Jaguars. How about this, Brent? Three teams in the NFL this year have scored 90 points over the course of two games. And one of those teams is now the Jacksonville Jaguars as they hand Matt Hasselbeck's plucky Indianapolis Colts a 51-16 to 16 loss. Eesh. Is that the end of the Colts? I mean, they're, oh, yes. still, they're still tied for first place, and they have Houston next week, I believe, so that's a big game. But is there they're a way that is they going to beat Houston? I, no, there's no chance. You know, well, there is a chance, and I'll tell you why. Brian Hoyer, I think, is out. <laughs> so who's going to play quarterback for – I mean, it could just be an ugly, ugly, oh, ugly it's, um, game. TJ Yates. TJ Yates. He of the playoff victory. Actually, he's, he's, he's played okay not when, terrible. He's, when he's when he's uh when he's subbed in. You know what they call TJ Yates? A poor man's Alex Smith. Really? <laughs> That's what I call him. And I think good. it's a pretty apt analogy. To be fair, but Jacksonville puts 51 on the board. Mm-hmm. They scored 42 points in the second half. 21 in the third and 21 in the fourth. I looked that up because I couldn't believe Jacksonville put 51 on the Colts. It's it's unbelievable. The Colts are just they're a bad team. They were a bad team that was barely hanging on because yeah. Andrew Luck was their quarterback, right? Well, he, he didn't even play very well. They've actually played better since he's been gone. They've won a couple of games, and I think that had a lot to do with the teams they were playing more than you know the matchups as opposed to the actual like X's and O's on the field. But Matt Hasselbeck is a forty year old, and I think the I think the what is it the. Uh, uh, Carriage has turned into a pumpkin. Yeah. I think that uh, he's hit the wall. We've hit the wall. He's 40 and he's now gotten, he took a lot of hits in this game. I'm not even sure that he even finished the game. He might not have. I'm a man. I'm I'm 40. 40. Time to talk about your boys, Brent. Oh, yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs playing really their best football of the season uh, this past Sunday (laughs) against a a tough San Diego Chargers team. Probably, you know, three and ten San Diego, but they could just as easily be ten and three. They could just as easily be <laughs> two and eleven. <laughs> oh wait, uh, you know what? I have to say goodbye to one of the longest streaks in the NFL. Which is that, uh, Brent? Yeah. Uh, during the game, Alex Smith actually passed Bernie Kosar for the second longest uh, streak with no interceptions. It's like three hundred fourteen, something like that. Really? Yeah. Well, he only throws the ball two yards in front of him. He throws the ball like he's starring in Stephen King's The Fog. Hey, counts. He was like, I think, 40-something 40, 40 40 away from uh, Brady's record and then lost it. Lost it. But, hey, Chiefs won the game. D Ford subbing in for Justin Houston. Dude, when they drafted D Ford, I said, I really like that guy. I'm mad yeah. he's going to your team. Right. Three sacks, five pressures, and broke up a pass on the last play of the game. Well, some would say break up a pass. Some would say no one tackled that, a defender. No one argued that at all, Ray. The, even Danny Woodhead didn't argue. You know what? I argued. Actually, yeah. I thought the play before that. Yeah, like that, I said, no one argued. The play before that I thought was a lot more like handsy than that play. I thought that play was very – it was borderline. I'm not mad they didn't throw a flag yeah. on the fourth down play. I think it could have gone either direction. I, I would, had they thrown a flag, it would have been like, oh, okay. 
But that third down play, I thought he definitely got a little little aggressive on it. But you know what? They didn't throw it. They didn't throw and it. And in, in this year's NFL, they didn't throw it, so it must not have happened. That's right. I didn't see a foul. Yeah. I, neither do the refs half the time, too, depending That's on what right. jersey you're wearing. Thank you. Yikes. Uh, let's see. Any other points on Kansas City? Uh, I mean, you guys are on a roll right seven now. Seven in a row. And, and, and we'll get to it in a sec, but uh, you guys are looking good for maybe even winning the division. I don't think they're going to win the division. How far are they behind the uh, Denver they're Broncos still right two now? games behind with three games left. Plenty. And Denver has to... Plenty of time. Denver's probably... Well, they they could lose to Pittsburgh this week, but then they play Cincinnati with no Andy Dalton. That's not going to be a... I don't think Denver loses that you game. You don't believe in A.J. McCarron? Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess. I, I'd almost rather the Chiefs win the wild card because the, the matchups The matchups better. are better. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... You're not wrong. Uh, go back to Houston. I think you'd be game for that. Yeah. Uh, New York. Instead of, instead of playing like Pittsburgh round one, I mean, be rough. You don't want that, especially Pittsburgh gets everybody healthy again to play in yeah, round one. And, and you know, it's a team they already beat. So you know, once you beat a team, then it's it's harder to beat them the next time. It's true. Well, you, that's true about the Texans as well. Well, that's true. <laughs> but but at least I. But the thing is, Pittsburgh they have some players that can make plays on defense, and they have like really good receivers. Uh, they're Antonio running, Brown, Martavis Bryant, yeah, and and Roethlisberger is so hard to tackle. And is it Stewart as, that's opposed, a as opposed to season? Brian Hoyer? Uh, I'll take Hoyer versus, or D'Angelo Williams, right? Yeah, D'Angelo yeah, Williams, he's the guy. He's crazy this year. I'll take uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Hoyer and Alfred Blue over Jeez, oh, <laughs> D'Angelo Williams. That and is Antonio what you're Brown looking at, sir. So, thank you, T.J. Yates, sir. Well, Yates by that experience. time, it should be Hoyer again, I Maybe. think, right? Uh, so the Jets beat Tennessee. Tennessee is just not a good team, but they're a team that's fun to watch. At least they're starting to become entertaining with Marcus Mariota. Yeah, and the Jets, Mariota's had a good season. He has had a good Well, he's had a pretty good season, yeah. He's had a pretty good season. Not, the record isn't necessarily showing it. Well, but, I'm saying his stats. Look, he can't help that the rest of the team is garbage. I'll be honest. He's doing way better this year than I thought he was going to do. I give him I full mean, who credit for that. Ha- who, who are his wide receivers that are really helping him? Well, he's got uh, Devin Funches. Oh, wait, no, that's Carolina. Yeah. I always confuse the wide receiving core of Carolina and Tennessee, and I can't really explain why other than neither one is particularly they bo- good. Because they both wear, like, light blue. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got to be it. Because I swear to God, I just I see them both, and they just merge together as one wide receiver core I, I mix they them, share. I mix them up with the Lions, too, because they all three wear kind of light blue, and all three are terrible. So Wow. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and the Jets, we can't figure out the Jets. They might be good. They might not be good. Hey, they're better than we all thought they were going to be. They're, Everybody except for Neil Gargiulo on Brand, this episode. Brandon Marshall's good. I know that. He killed me in fantasy this yeah. week. Uh, let's see. Buffalo loses to Philadelphia. My Philadelphia pick right now. I could not be happier <laughs> at the way Philadelphia does not look good. They, no. they don't look good. They have so many flaws on this team, and yet they just they are finding ways to pull it out. That game on Thanksgiving against the Lions was a wake-up call. I they guess. said we can't lose to a four and nine team in prime time the way we lost and not go beat New England the next week on the road. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you got to give Philadelphia full credit. They're tied for first place right now, and their destiny is essentially in their own hands. I believe they play Washington before the end of the season. So, and we have a three way tie too, but we'll get there in a sec. Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay loses to New Orleans at home. Another team in division. Both these teams, I can't figure them out. Here's what I can't figure out: Doug Martin. Is second in the league in rushing right now. He's great. Okay, how in a close game against New Orleans? It wasn't a blowout. It's a close game. Seven the whole point way. game. Yeah. Okay, thank you. How does he only get eleven carries? <laughs> and you know how many yards he had on eleven carries? Like sixty. Eighty-one. There you go. <laughs> Eighty-one yards on eleven carries. You can't get him. Uh, you know, I, I think when he scored the touchdown, you guys were winning. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He didn't earn those carries. Jeez. I don't even get it. Uh, Tampa. Lovey Smith, dude. When do we ever known Lovey Smith to know anything about offense whatsoever? Yeah, but if we know one thing about Lovey Smith is like he will run the ball to a fault. It's right? True. Well, it generally he speaking, like to throw it. He's like to chuck the ball. He comes from the Marty Schottenheimer, Herm Edwards. Well, I, I really believe he comes from the Rex Ryan school in that same thing. In that he just lets another guy handle the entire offense, and he just babies himself on the defense the whole time, right? And then blames whoever the offensive coordinator is for not scoring enough points. I mean, that's Lovey Smith football in a nutshell. Well, he's like that, except he doesn't blame them. No, he doesn't. Rex is very blamey. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Seattle goes to Baltimore and whoops up on them. Yep. Seattle. Yep. You said they were dead. There's another team. You said they were dead a month ago. I said they were dead a month ago, but also the schedule, man. Go to Baltimore and win. Everyone goes to Baltimore and wins this year. They're like Lazarus, Ray. Oh, my goodness. They are going to make the playoffs, though. 
But also, be, again, they, they were right in position to do it, but this end-of-the-year schedule, right. I, I was worried about it as a Lions fan trying to like get over. Uh, this schedule is set up for them to win the, almost all the games, if not all the games. Who wants to play that team in the playoffs? I would rather play Seattle than a lot of these other teams. I wouldn't. I I think Seattle is probably the second best team in the NFC right now. You're going to say before over Carolina and Arizona? I'm going to say Carolina is the best team. Sure. Seattle is playing currently playing the best. Arizona is winning some games, but they're close games. You're not wrong. And I think they're almost interchangeable right now. Like Seattle, Arizona is a toss-up. I would love to see those two play in the playoffs. I would say that to the point I would love it, uh, for sure. Uh, if Arizona went to Baltimore this week, they'd win 35-6. to six. I don't have any really? compulsions about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, let's see. Your boys, the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> my boys? The opposite of my boys. Go to your boys, the Denver Broncos. Oh, okay, I see where you're going with this. And win! Derek Carr... Pulls it fifteen to twelve and a real stink bomb. Yeah, and I tell you that when the Raiders took the lead, fifty, they were down twelve nine. They score a touchdown, and then you know they couldn't go for the extra. They couldn't point. go for the extra point because because the, their long snapper was in the locker room taking a dump or something. He was pooping. Know. If he wasn't pooping, we're starting the rumor here. Come on, long snapper, pinch it off, pinch it off. <laughs> Get on the field. Yeah, I mean, I would say about this other than the fact that Oakland a little bit better than you dude. Know. No toilet paper, dude. <laughs> We're wearing white pants today. You don't want to do this to me. <laughs> um, Denver, you know, with Brock Osweiler, maybe we should hold the train on that Brock Osweiler taking out Peyton you, Manning train. I told you he wasn't that. He wasn't that impressive. He had a couple he's of good just, games, but this one was a, not one of he's them. He's okay. Game is playing with a really good defense. He's playing. You know? He's playing with a really good defense here, but only put twelve points on the board. I know. Yikes. Uh, let's see. Green Bay beats up on Dallas, but Dallas has pretty much mailed it in this year, oh right? Des Bryant, man. He he had more drops than he had catches. He's pretty bad. He got me nine yards. <sighs> yeah, Thanks, you still dude. Won. You still won your fantasy game. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. We'll get there. Whoops. Uh, yeah, Green Bay, they're again, they're in position. Again, they're, they're looking down the stretch. They're going to win most of their games. I think we're looking at Green Bay and Seattle as the two. Well, actually, Green Bay and Minnesota, one of those teams is good. They play each other, I think, in the final week of the season. So it's going to be one of those teams wins the division. Yeah. The other team is wild card, and then Seattle's the other wild card. I think that's all but cemented right now. I feel like Minnesota's on their way down. And Green Bay's probably going to win the, the Green Bay's playing better now than they were a couple weeks ago. They're getting they're getting healthy. I would think so, except Minnesota plays the Bears at home next week. So if they drop that game, yeah. then I'll agree that there's they something could. foul they of could. The they Bears are weird. They are in every game. They could. I don't think they will. What happened to the Bears? Robbie Gold, Mr. Automatic, all of a sudden the last two weeks misses field goals that could have won or tied the game. I mean, that's... Uh, Should this, we change his name to Robbie Bronze? I don't or? know. Now, as a Lions fan, I, let me tell you this. Uh, the Bears right now are one game ahead of the Lions. Lions have beaten them already this year. We play them in the final week of the season, mm-hmm. and I just don't know if I'm rooting for the Bears to win games or lose games because I definitely don't want to finish last place in this division this year, but I also would really enjoy a last place schedule next year knowing we'd get to play the 49ers instead of the Rams, and we'd get to play... Uh, da, 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 da. We would get to play the worst team in the AFC South as yeah. opposed to like the Saints. Maybe schedule. we do play the Saints. It would help Who your cares? schedule next year. So well, I, look, I'm kind of like rooting for us to lose. Here's what I would say, and here's my prediction, actually. Uh, and I've just recently come to think this way. After the Kansas City Royals won the World Series this year, they inspired the Chiefs. And the Chiefs, Chiefs ever since they Chiefs. won the World Series, have gone 7-0, and right? It's true. You could say it's a coincidence, I, but I'll say it's not because... Your Detroit Tigers finished in last place, and I believe they're inspiring the Detroit Lions to also finish in last place. Could be. Although I would say that the Kansas City Royals actually inspired the Carolina Panthers and the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) Well, uh, the Chiefs didn't go, or the Royals didn't go undefeated. There you go. Uh, See, so wrapping it up, New England beats Houston on Sunday Night Football, and not not a very interesting game. New England just kind of paint by numbers, wins again, but LeGarrette blunts out for the season. One, it seemed like they had 8 million guys hurt and still won easily. Doesn't it feel like that every week? They're a walking kind of. mash unit. Yeah. I'm and expecting Alan Alda to show up and make a macabre joke. I mean, look, as much as uh, as some people hate Tom Brady, you watch some of these teams that it's he's incredible. had where he doesn't have like the best receivers. He hasn't had a really great receiver. He has some of those possession-type receivers that are good, but he hasn't had like a Randy Moss guy for how long has that been? Eight years ago? How about those haters of Tom Brady, though? Let it go, guys. Tom Brady's been to six Super Bowls, and he's 4-2. and two. Yeah. He's won as many Super Bowls as any other human being that's walked the earth ever. And he might win another one this year. He might. I mean, I've heard all kinds of things. Peyton Manning is clearly the better quarterback than Tom Brady. 
Uh, no. No, that's... I, I've also heard before that Tom Brady is a mediocre quarterback in a great system. Any other quarterback of equal value as Tom Brady wins seven or eight Super Bowls in the time it's taken Tom Brady to win four. I've heard some of the dumbest trolling. Why can't we just say Tom Brady is great, except that he's an all-time great quarterback, and just let it go? Let it go, guys. Why hate at this point? Even if he never wins another football game, right? Yeah. Something tragic happens, and he breaks his throwing arm in 20 places next week. Never plays again. First ballot Hall of Famer, all-time football great. Yeah, but that one game he played with underinflated footballs. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, and he won by 40. So let it go, everybody. And then finally, Monday Night Football, Miami Dolphins and New England, New England, New York Giants. Giants win by seven. Uh, has there been a lo- lesser splash in free agency this year than in Dominican Sue? Oh, yeah. He's not. Been, Has he tanked their team or he's what? He's not been impactful. Not even a little bit. I watched him in this game. He had one or two really like dominant plays, and the rest of the time, he just looked like he was just standing around out there. Okay. Once again, I will say the same thing I said about Tampa Bay. Lamar Miller, in like the first quarter, has something like 70, 80 yards and two touchdowns, Yeah, and then only gets like three carries the rest of the game. What are these coaches? Are they trying to not win games? Well, this is... Oh, this guy ran a bunch of yards and had a bunch of touchdowns. Let's not do that anymore. There's an excuse, at least in Miami, in that it's an interim head coach with a brand new offensive coordinator who's like first or second week on the job. Oh, you're, are you talking about Zach Taylor? Yeah. Former quarterback at Nebraska? Well, no wonder he doesn't know how to run the ball. <laughs> Was it under Callahan? Well, it's not that they're not <laughs> running the ball. It's like they, they're, take, they're putting in A.J. Ajayi. Yeah. That was a little bit strange right there. And they've got Jarvis Landry, who's amazing at wide receiver. Yeah, he is. But they kept throwing it to him. They threw it to him like 15 times. Yeah, they kept and meanwhile, th- that's just my whole Lamar point right Miller there. only had like 11 carries or something like that. Yeah, and teams with great wide receivers work their wide receivers into it. They don't just like throw the ball to them every play. Yeah. No matter what idiot fans out there would like to say, just throw the ball to your best wide receiver every play. I don't understand. Well, maybe it doesn't work, dude. Maybe maybe these guys who get paid a lot would do that if it worked. I understand they're trying to like build up Tannehill's confidence, you know, going towards the end of the season. But doesn't a running but game do that? You're winning the game. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. And if you And keep... Lamar Miller looked good. Yes. He looked really good in that game. Like I know I was he was on my team. I was glad he scored two touchdowns. I was like, wow, he's gonna have four. And I was like, oh no, he's not even gonna have four oh, more carries. Actually, we're gonna take him out at the half. <laughs> for what? You're not making the playoffs. The Dolphins are four and nine as well. Yeah. I just I, none of this makes any sense to me. So Giants, Eagles, Washington, who you got to win the East? Yeah, I, they're I, all bad. Yeah, I I guess I have to go with the Giants because of their pedigree. You know, okay, past pedigree. Yeah, I guess the Giants. They just have, the Giants. They have the pedigree, and you know what? They're the they're the team that has had the most games that they probably should have won that they didn't. Absolutely. They they they've blown more fourth quarter leads than any other team this year. Which also maybe th- makes you think like we talk about like if you blow a bunch of fourth quarter leads, maybe you're not very good. That, uh, teams that get to the end of games and they're close and they always seem to lose are what we call bad football teams. But last night they they had a one one score lead and they ran out the f- last like five minutes. So maybe they're starting to change that. I don't uh, know. Maybe I mean hey they pulled it off against a team that's more apt to lose than hey, they are. Speaking of Adamic and Sue, they're the end of the game. You know, they're running the ball, and for some reason, Dominic is not even in the game. They're like, they need to get Sue back in there. It's like, why is he not in the game? What, are you afraid he doesn't have a motor? He's, for a big guy, he's got the best oh, motor yeah. I've ever seen. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, to heck with Dominic and Sue, to heck with the Dolphins. I'm throwing that pick away. Yeah. <laughs> that's one I can't get back. I will just, that's my Jets pick of uh, this year. Well, hey, uh, there's a guy in this uh, studio that also picked Atlanta, so thank you, which looked good for half a season. Hey, here's the deal. Atlanta, as bad as they've looked, still two games better than the Dolphins well, right true. now. That's true. <laughs> so we're going to be right back, talk a little bit of baseball after three seconds of David Lee Roth. I'm talking about a Yankee Rose. <laughs> and she looks wild. Wild. Major League Baseball, Ray. We're in yes. the hot stove. Lots Hot of moves. Stove. Hot stove. League. Hot stove. Off season. Lots of transactions. Trans- yeah, all our, our teams are, are making moves. Mm-hmm. I know the uh, Lions. The Tigers are signing uh, Jordan Zimmerman to be our number three starter, which we're probably paying too much for him, but whatever. It's he's not a, my he's money. He's a solid starter. And we've completely revamped the entire bullpen. Got K-Rod. I like that. Uh, I like that a lot, although the last time we got an old over-the-hill Although K-Rod, like, I'm a little worried about, God, I, I, I keep thinking K-Rod is done and then is like, how long? First of all, you remember how, when when did the Angels win the World Series? Was it like two thousand one? Two thousand wait two thousand three? 
No, 2003. 2003? I thought it was maybe 2004, but it's somewhere around that time. Yeah. He was their closer then. Yes. That was 11, at least 11 years ago he's now. He's like 37, 38 years old. And he's, uh, this is why I'm nervous right now. Because the ma- Tigers have done this before and gotten murdered. I don't know what you're talking about, Joe Nathan. Joe, oh, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Brent. <laughs> Funny you should mention it. Oh, so the I don't questions- know what you're talking about. Papa Grande, was that his name? Jose Valverde. Uh, not to mention Joaquin Soria. Oh, man. But that's your big move your Royals just made. That's one of the rules. Well, he's not going to be our closer. He's going to pitch like the sixth inning. One would hope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you signed him with a three-year deal, which I thought was a little bit weird. They paid him quite a bit. I'll yeah. be honest. They paid him like, uh, was it they paid $8 him, million a year? They paid him eighth inning money is what they paid him. Yeah. And, and step in to close if they need to. It was. It's really weird because they were talk, there were all these clauses in his contract about like, if he starts, he'll get this much more money. I was like, wait, what? What? what are is they? that on the table? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty weird. Um, it does, I have not heard your Royals making a whole lot of moves they outside Soria, but, though. But they're going to lose what? everybody on the that's, plus side. That's so. what the Royals do, though. They kind of they they're kind of bargain hunters, and they're waiting. They did sign Dylan <sighs> Dylan G, who's not great from the I, Mets. I don't even know who that is. He was so. their fifth starter that got replaced last oh, year. Oh, good. He got signed to a minor league contract. That'll replace Johnny but, Cueto. Yeah, exactly. Well, they... Okay. Here's what the Royals have. They have Edinson Volquez. He pitched very well in the playoffs. He's pretty solid, yeah. Okay. Jordano Ventura. He's, he up keeps and coming, getting better. Up and coming. Uh, My boy Danny Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Danny Duffy, who was in the bullpen last year, but he was a starter most of the season before he got injured. I'm seeing a bunch of number three and number four starters okay, here. That's fair, but that's how they still won the World Series with that last year. They did, but they also won the World Series with Johnny Cueto Johnny and Cueto. Alex Gordon and other players they're not going Alex to have Alex Gordon's next not year. gone yet. It's Ben Zobris we only had the last two months, and that was mostly because you know Infante got hurt. So yeah. let's see who else so what, we, have. What, we have. We have a couple guys in, in AAA. We have Chris uh, Kyle Zimmer, who's supposed to come up sometime this season. The other guy that was in the bullpen last year, but he's a good... Uh, oh, we, we re-signed Chris Young, who had a great offseason. Uh, the 6'10", Chris Young. We have... Uh, oh, what's his name? The guy from the Braves. Uh, Medlin. Chris Medlin. Chris Medlin. Yeah. This is not inspiring, though. This well, is not, but, this but is not Scream and Championship And, they're, pro- and they're probably... But, and that's what everyone said last year, too. They said, oh, Edison Volquez, he can't do it. And then he, well, what did he do? He won the last game of the World Series. Edison I mean, Volquez. I like Edison. I liked him when he played for the Reds. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a 17-game winner there one year. I mean, the guy can I mean, guy with, the can type do of the, with the type of ballpark the Royals play in, they just need guys that can you know get fly balls and ground balls, pitch to contact, and don't give up a bunch of home runs. What's my concern is this is what the New York Yankees uh, did that the Kansas City, who were a dynasty for 15 years, mm-hmm. that the Kansas City Royals are not doing. And that's uh, pay your cornerstone players. You keep them in the fold. You keep Derek Jeter on the team well, forever. I would say the cornerstone players right now are are the younger guys: Mustakas, Hosmer, Kane, and Escobar. Those are the four that I would say are the cornerstone right now. Now, Gordon, they, they he hasn't he hasn't been signed by anybody yet. He's but you really think he's going to read you know the what? way that they're skin flinting you know everybody? But you know what they're saying though? A lot of these, a lot of the bigger names are getting signed already, and so Gordon's not going to get as much money as them. The Royals are back in play. If you think so, I, I honestly, I, I personally be shocked if the Royals land any big name for I would be, I would be shocked. A week ago, I would have been shocked, and now I'd be uh, mildly surprised. If you don't think right now the team in Detroit that gave $110 million to Jordan Zimmerman mm-hmm. wouldn't overpay to get Alex Gordon away from you guys in division, that's fine. I absolutely think the Tigers are should and I, will make a play for Alex I Gordon. Still think and they might even get him at a discount now. I love Alex Gordon. He's a former Husker. He's a Royal. But I also I also know that he's 32 years old. He had a major injury last year, and there are there are guys out there like Denard Span. Denard Span's younger than Alex Gordon. Yeah, but he's, no, steals, he's not better. He's he steals more bases than Alex Gordon. He's uh he's a solid player. Oh, did you say Alex Gordon went to Nebraska? Yeah. Oh, I don't want him anymore. <laughs> Gerardo, Get rid of those guys. Am I right? Gerardo Parra. Yeah, yeah, you got rid of Jabba last year. Uh, Gerardo Parra is still out there. Gerardo Parra is only 28 years old, and that guy's a baller. You know Gerardo. We know Gerardo Parra from the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers hating him. I remember from the Brewers for some reason. Didn't he play for? He played for them last year. Yeah, 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 he was. Thank you. He was stuck with the Brewers last. Poor guy. Going to Milwaukee, man, that's rough. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do in Milwaukee Uh, other than beat Golden State? There's also a couple guys. They're talking about the Royals trading for a couple of the the real young outfielders in Colorado that are that have got. That are under control. Here, for here's the deal years, so. with Kansas City. They've had a they they've had a, a tradition mm-hmm. of bringing up talented players right. and then watching them go be great elsewhere. Sure. 
So I just I have no confidence that they're going to step up this time and pay the people they need to pay to well, keep the dynasty rolling, and that's how you don't stay a, a great team. I will say the you, peop- you dip and you dive, you go up. I and say down. the people they need to pay. I mean, Alex Gordon. They also don't tend to like pay guys a lot of money once they get past like thirty one, thirty two. There it and is. Alex Gordon's already thirty two. There you go. Yeah. So uh, other thing to talk about this is uh, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred. Uh, denied Pete Rose admission back into baseball again, which is kind yeah. of a big story. Well, and it's mostly because Pete said he was still betting. He's He lives in Vegas, and he's still betting on baseball every day. Yeah. He's betting on baseball in days there's not even baseball happening. Yep. He's a degenerate. The yeah. only reason why, and I, the only reason why Pete Rose wants to get readmitted to baseball and get into the Hall of Fame is so he can charge more money for his GD autographs. <laughs> that's the. That's it. Pete Rose is a piece of crap, man. Well, I I will say that I think Pete Rose wants to get back in because he likes be like he had a lot of fun being in the studio in the playoffs. Of course, and there were some really funny internet memes with Pete Rose because he's such a grandpa now. Yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not as jaded as you are. I, I will say this. Uh, for a guy that talked Me about... Me jaded? Yeah. For a guy that talked about in his book um, how he had a sickness, you know, yeah. he was kind of blaming it on the sickness, you would think that if he really took it seriously that if you have the illness, that means, like, if you, you say, I'm an alcoholic, that means you, you're not going to drink anymore. Not like, well, I just do it recreationally. No, it doesn't work like that. It's an obsession for you. It's a, so if he's, if, he's, if he's a gambling addict... Then he can't gamble. Then don't live in Vegas. Right. You mean sort of like if you were, say, an NFL quarterback who admitted you had a problem, so you went to rehab for like 10 weeks, mm-hmm. and then on your bye week in the NFL, you got caught partying for 48 straight hours at hey, a Texas yeah. nightclub, for you know example. What? You know what? Uh, you know what? I would, I would make that guy third string for one week. Two weeks. Two weeks. See? And then make him the starter again. <laughs> starter. And he'd win. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> Uh, no, I just, I absolutely do not think Pete Rose should ever, he signed a lifetime ban. He knew willingly what he was doing when he signed a lifetime ban. Whether I, or not I agree. I agree he likes you. it or not, uh, there's Pete Rose, there is one way to get yourself into the Hall of Fame, and it's off the end of a pier. You know what I'm saying, Pete? Wow. Take the step, Pete. Leap of faith. Get into the Hall. If it was really important to you yeah. to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, if it was, he would, he would well, you know. That's I a guess, little dark, but <laughs> I guess if you say he really has an illness, then he can't quit. I don't know, but he should be trying. Then he harder. shouldn't be affiliated yeah. with baseball anymore if he can't quit. He shouldn't have told the the commissioner that he was still gambling. Let me ask you this, Brent. In life, yeah, have you ever been around certain people who were extremely self destructive mm-hmm. and they could not help themselves but uh, uh, ruin their lives and everyone's life around them yeah. all the time, yes. no matter what? Yep. Pete Rose is one of those people. Yeah. And this is why baseball can't be dating him anymore. Yeah. They can't go out for a fling. They have to go cold turkey and live on the other side of the country from Pete Rose because Pete Rose is 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 a loaded dynamite keg and he will go at any time and it's just a matter of time when and who he's going to take it with him. You can't put him in authority. You can't put him in a, a baseball no. like anything. A ambassador of baseball? It's no. Just, it's just one of those things about baseball that's always been known that you can't you can't do that if you want to be in the Hall of Fame. You cannot gamble on the sport itself because it because it calls into question, you know, the legitimacy of the game. It's only been going on for a, going on a hundred years that yeah. gambling in baseball was completely unacceptable. I mean, by the way, uh, you know, people feel so bad for him. How many people do you remember in history? In history, Ray, uh-huh. at least in our lifetimes. That have been caught gambling on baseball. How many? <laughs> uh, I don't know too many off the top I, of my head. I only know Pete Rose. So it's not like it's something like, oh, well, you know, these guy, other guys did it too. No! There's no, yeah. There's no line leading up succession leading up to Pete Rose. And at least, at the very least, they were, they were smart enough to hide it if they did and not get caught. Yeah. Uh, just, I... The fact that Pete Rose even he spent how many years denying he even did that's, it in the first place? That's the problem. He denied it for so many years and now he's still gambling. He's just not doing the right things to change anything. And why did he finally admit that he did it, Brent? Because they said Because he wanted to sell books. Yeah. To sell his book, to make himself a bunch right. of money. He had the most ham fisted half apology admission I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Do you remember that? Was it, was it Bob Costas? Uh, whoever it was, it was it, uh, maybe it was uh, Jim Gray. And he just says, Pete, did you ever bet on baseball? And his response, almost to the direct intonation, was, Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Pete, real contrition, real contrite. Good job. I don't want this guy anywhere near a sport that I enjoy. 
He is he's a degenerate, and he needs to just go away. He did not. He needed. You know who he needed? He needed someone like Bill Clinton to help him. Bill Clinton. Now he had Bill Clinton in his corner. What would that sound like? I did not bet on baseball. Indeed, I did bet on baseball. <laughs> How do you define bet? <laughs> How do you define bet? I define it as I don't really do Bill Clinton, but that's, no. that's my best. Do is like a scratchy voice. Just do a little bit of a I, raspiness and a little I, high pitch. I feel your pain. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I know, but so you agree though, Pete Rose? Keep him out. Keep him out forever. Yeah, I mean it's posthumously. Let's put him in, but I don't, it, I don't want him to live in a world where he's in the Hall of Fame. Maybe I'm a terrible person. Well, even I don't want you that. Can't go in posthumously either. Well, Veterans Committee. You absolutely can. I guess. That's how the Negro Leaguers get in, Brent. I guess. But, you know, even how they vote those things on, the, the Veterans Committee voting is ridiculous. Because sometimes you don't get in and then you're not eligible again for like 15 years. Correct. Stupid. Yeah. No, but, but with Pete Rose, the second he's on the ballot, everybody's going everybody's gonna to fall in lockstep and vote him in the second he's eligible. I, I have no doubt in my mind about that. Don't you kind of make him a martyr then? I don't know. That's why you wait till he's gone. That's what I'm saying. He becomes a martyr because he's dead. He's not, I don't think he becomes a martyr. He becomes a cautionary tale. Don't do this or you will never enjoy well, the Hall of Fame. Here's the question. Shoeless Joe Jackson, he's dead. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, he wasn't that good a player. <laughs> he didn't wear shoes. Good enough for me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Barefoot baseball players in my Hall of Fame? Right. No, thank you. And then, he, and then he spiked me with his bare feet. It really smelled. Did not cut his toenails. It was very painful. <laughs> In any case, we'll be right back. We're going to talk a little. We're going to wrap up the Raisin Brent fantasy football season Ooh. almost after three seconds of poison. But I guess that's why they say every rose has its thumb. Just like every night has its dawn. Ray. The Raisin Brent fantasy football playoffs started this week. Mercifully, my season it is over. It was a bloodbath. People have said, you know, I think you said, why do we have eight teams in the playoffs? Why don't we have the top two teams have well, a bye? To set it up okay. really quick, yes. the Raisin Brent League has 12 teams in it, comprised of me, you, and then 10 fans, listeners, friends of the friends show. show. Yeah. I mean, Riley Smith's been in the show. Mm-hmm. TV's Benny Arthur's right. in, the, in the show. Right. Uh, in the show, in yeah. the in the league, uh, a bunch of people I play Producer David with, Noel. Yeah. yeah, these people are all in the league, so it's a who's who of Raisin Brent fame. Mm-hmm. We get them all in the league. Mm-hmm. Twelve teams, eight teams make the playoffs, which I've been complaining about. Mm-hmm. I wish it was eleven. <laughs> Can well, I put that out yeah. there? Eight teams. You complained because you said it was too many. But uh, why some people complain is they say, "Well, shouldn't the top two teams get a buy?" And I think, I think in fantasy football, there's so there is some luck to it. Yes. definitely. Right. You think so. A guy gets a one seed doesn't mean he's necessarily the best team. He could have caught some teams. He could have caught a lot of teams on. He could have been lucky all like year. Benny last year. Benny had faced like I think the second least amount of points and ended up being like the two seed or something. I like will that. not degrade Benny Arthur. He's a tremendous fantasy football. No, player. I'm just saying. For example, he 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 made the playoffs and he did very well. But he he fortunately got the second seed because he didn't face very many points. Yeah. That can happen in fantasy football. You that can't doesn't control hap- it. That doesn't really happen in like actual football. Like it usually kind of eats right. out because anyway. Uh, so I feel like everyone, if you're going to really earn that awesome trophy that we have with you and I's caricature made by Jordan Monsell on it, pretty great. Uh, yeah, pretty great. Uh, they you, you run the gauntlet. You win three games. You know, got to do it. And, and here's the deal. Uh, looking back on it now, after a couple of years, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, it's I great. think I think it absolutely should be the law of the and land. So anyway, setting up our league this year, we had three dominant teams in the league. We had the Cutler did it. The Cutler did it. Went one one loss right. Yeah, twelve and one, and he also was in the finals against me last year. The guy that uh, Jeff, very good who, player, who Jeff, famously s- picked up and started RG three in the last game and then lost by one point. Bad he didn't. job, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, sorry, Jeff. Uh, but he had a dominant season, and then he just got worked by a four and nine team. By four and nine team that made that pulled off the eight seed, lost by fifty six points. No! And then Grant, uh, Grant Stoner, Jamal, Jamal, yeah. Grant uh, Jamal the, uh, Nightlong. Jamal Nightlong, who had some injury problems. He lost he lost Jamal Charles. I think he was nine and zero. Ended up ten and three. Gets worked in the first round. Uh the third the third third seed, Nate. You know Nate, we went to a baseball game with yes, him. Yes, we did. Uh AH eighty one. Aaron Hernandez. Maybe he changed the name from away from Aaron Hernandez thing now that he's in jail. I don't know. Anyway, uh he was ten and three. I think won like the last eight games or something. And Got worked. So who's it the, was a bloodbath, so right? Who's the top seed left, Brent? Uh, I was the four seed, and I'm oh. the top seed left. 
it's it's the four seed and then the six, seven, and eight seeds left. So what I hear you saying is you are lucking into another championship uh, right now. Hey, you know what? If I do, uh, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, why fight it? Hey, if fate's gonna if if fate wants to roll out the red carpet carpet for you, Thank walk you. that B. Thank you. Right? Although I have walk a feeling it. that you know I'm not going to win it somehow. Uh, it I feel like, like you're due for a loss. It this seems week. like the 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 low. Uh, like well, it. you know what? His team is really good. He it, it is. He had a lot of weird things happen to his team this season. You know. So uh, so Un- look. Here's what will happen. I traded him Derek Carr during the season. Undoubtedly, Derek Carr will go off for forty this week. Put me in the ground. Here's but, the deal. If you lose not. to an Oakland Raiders quarterback, oh, I got terrible. three words for that. Sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. I think it's the opposite of that, but I'll go along with you anyway. Why right? not? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm out, but I didn't get the baby. You didn't get the baby? I did not yeah. get Hey, Here's the deal. Yeah. I didn't get the baby. Rafi's old team. Rafi quit in the middle of the year. Well, did he quit or did he get turfed? Yeah, a little bit, little bit of column A, a little it's bit of right. column B. Bad job, Rafi. Rafi walked up the wall and said, hey, I see writing on it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we're going to find some new people to be in the league next year. Yeah, very excited about this. We're okay. going to we're going to kick some of this dead weight. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're we'll right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Bobby Vinton. I sign this way. Roses are red, my love. Violets are blue. And that will do it for another episode of the show. Oh, Ray, yes, we're going to do more stuff. We ran out of stuff to do. We just talked about everything. What about the other stuff? I don't think there is any. What other stuff are you talking about besides colostomy bags? <laughs> we can't talk about that on the show. No, we can't. <laughs> I think I think we're good. I think it's time to wrap up the show. Uh, yeah, if you want to find hear the colostomy bag story, you can uh, uh, send me a message on Twitter, and I'll, I'll, I'll send you. But I'm not talking about it on the air. It's too Guys, gross. we'll just say right now, there's a colostomy bag story. It's terrible. And we recorded it and then realized immediately afterwards... We're never going to use it. <laughs> I'll send you the secret tape if you if you private message the show on yeah, thank you. Facebook. Uh, speaking of which, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. You can email the show, Podcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at Podcast. If you want to hit me up individually, I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And uh, we got to have people we want to thank right now. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Got to also thank the Trainwrecks. Got to thank the Trainwrecks. They wrote, those are the guys who wrote our songs. That's right. Gonna have to drag Got to thank them. Well, yes, we do. And we just did. <laughs> thank you. We have to thank Jordan Monsell. Brent. Monsell me some art. Got to thank Jordan Monsell. I bought art from Jordan Monsell and I got it. I saw that. I uh, Did you see the picture it's, I put uh, up? It's all like uh, G.I. Joe themed stuff, G.I. Right? Joe themed art uh, for the other podcast that I'm affiliated with, the G.I. Joe wrap-up show podcast. I got to say, unsurprisingly, Ray, it's very cool. It's really good stuff. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. My man, that combines yeah. wrestling and G.I. Joe, two things I enjoy very much. Just, that's what that stands for. I always called him just SGT Slaughter. SGT Slaughter. Yeah. You just thought that was just some random letters. That was his three initials of his names. And then so Slaughter. you never either watched the show where they called him Sergeant Slaughter over and over again. I plead the fifth. Okay, so go to Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook. You probably will be able to see this picture of me and the G.I. Joe stuff. He's just so wonderful. Buy some art from him this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. You can also go to jordanmonsell.com. We have to thank David Knoll, our intrepid producer. Dino. Nobody calls him Dino. I do, and the trophy's called the Dino, too. It is, but uh, he avoid. He almost made the playoffs, Brent. Yeah, he did. He came on so strong at the end, we would forget what a poop hey, hole his team was what? in all season. He was trolling you he was. Via, via Facebook or via email. Via email? He, sent, he sent me an email telling me that he, um, he won both our leagues mm-hmm. uh, well, over he, me. He, yeah, he beat you out. He was better than you in both leagues he wasn't though in my other league i came from behind and i finished in first place dino was second place and you were saying that you were telling me before the before the before the show you were like well yeah uh dino did finish but he's also the only team that's never made the playoffs in the raisin brent league that's also true he is literally the worst team you said he is worse than rafi i don't believe i said that yeah i don't think those you words ever he's also emanated. a loser i don't think i said any of that and right? a youper He's definitely not a youper. Well, why'd you say it then? I don't believe Dino? I know. I didn't say any Look, of those things. I believe in being honest. No, this you don't. Race. Since when? That's not true. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Brent, is there anybody else you'd like to thank? Oh, Matt Stafford. Why would you want to thank Matt Stafford? Because, you know, much like Hall and Oates, yes. you know, just the way he's been playing the last few weeks, uh-huh. he making my dreams come true. What are your, what are your dreams? You being sad. Thank you. Yep. 
Hey, I like your profile picture. I have changed my profile picture to Mike Riley. That's great. My favorite Nebraska coach in the That's history right. since Bill Callahan. Yeah. It's depressing. <laughs> Good night, everybody. See you. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You know what Milwaukee's record is, though, right? They were like 10 and 15. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're not, not good. They're not good. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes your prediction good, is that the, the Milwaukee kind of sucks. It doesn't matter. They played the game of their own. And Jason Kidd's their coach, too. Yeah. So if anybody I trust in that so situation. So they have um, John Henson, which he's not a big player, but Jabari Parker. That's the John Henson. I really enjoyed him on Talk Soup. <laughs> skunk. The skunk hair.